here to help empower, encourage, and lift you up on your everyday walk with the Lord. We're so excited to have you join us today. Be sure to follow us on our Facebook page at Lifting Higher Podcast for more fun and interaction with the hosts and encouragement when you need it the most. right so we're going to try to catch everything that we can on this podcast but we just didn't want to leave stuff hanging out there that we really felt needed to be said yeah. shared yeah, absolutely so let's recap of what we discussed the last time well we talked about the fact that loneliness is really out there right now and um, there's that hashtag alone together that's really really prevalent in media right now there's commercials for it there's public um, what is it called? PBS Public Broadcasting Service oh, yeah. messages or yeah. whatever. They're all out there too about it. And um, I know I had shared with you what my company is doing that I work for. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so we we really need to um, address it. We talked about what it was and how it affects us, mm-hmm. I think, last podcast. And so this podcast, we're kind of like, how do we go at it to overcome it? Because, yeah. you know, it's one thing to talk about. It's like, okay, I have this issue. But then, you know, give me some answers. Exactly. Besides taking a loneliness <laughs> test on the, you know, on the, or on yes. the internet. That's, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to pass. I already know. Yeah. <laughs> no, anyway. Yeah. So just to recap, loneliness um, leads to early death. Um, it's the equivalent of smoking 15 cigarettes a day, which is ridiculous. But I also found this that said, in contrast, people who um, reported having greater social connections were associated with 50% reduced risk of death. Wow. So you can live longer if you are connected together with one another. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, and that makes sense. You know, the lone wolf is is a, a myth. myth. Mm-hmm. It's it's not urban. It's an urban legend. There it is, and um, it's not something that you you can't live that way. Um, you can. Well, let me retrace that. You can live that yeah, way, absolutely. But it's not going to be a good thing. No, it's not going to be what God had planned for you. He He made us pack people. Mm-hmm. He made us people that needed to be with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not supposed to be out there all by ourselves. And in fact, I think we made the joke about the lone wolf. I mean, about the, the pact. Uh, get the pact. Yeah. And don't get don't, don't get separated. We're going to do a T-shirt. We're working on that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of T-shirt ideas up yes. here. So it's scary. <laughs> but anyway, we talked about that. Our maker has left his imprint on us when he created us and that now we we're as we're growing and maturing both physically and and solically, we're also doing that spiritually and we're searching for that that connection with our maker. That's the only thing that truly um, gets the loneliness out of us. It truly fills up that that hole, that fingerprint that's in us. That is that is the only thing that fills it up. There isn't something else. We can try other things. We can try shopping. We can try alcohol. We can try any kind of substance. We can try food, drugs, whatever your your choice is. We can try um, um, sex. We could try many many things, but nothing is truly going to fill that spot but him. 
Right, because it's a God-shaped hole that we're trying to fill. That's right. That's and right. only God can fill it. Isn't there a song that has that in it? Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yes. But anyway. We didn't sing it. <laughs> no. We're not going to sing for you now. <laughs> that's right. But that's right. We have that one spot in us that only he can fill. Mm-hmm. And um, and until we, until we accept that, you know, that's the thing. Um, until we bend that knee of submission yeah, and say, okay, you're right. I can't do this on my own. I need something bigger than me mm-hmm. to do it with mm-hmm. until we make that decision. And, and that's, and sometimes a lot of us have to go through a lot of garbage before we get to that point. Absolutely. I mean, I know, I think we talked about the fact that I was 29 before I said uncle. Yeah. You know, so, okay, there's got to be something. I'm willing to try mm-hmm. something bigger than me to see if it, it help it fills me up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, when I was in college, in my t- mid-20s, I was the same way. I had completely strayed away from God, and I was so alone. Like, I had people around me, but I was so alone. So I completely understand. But yeah, it's just – and, man, the minute you make that choice to follow God – like things change like completely oh. every every pain in your you know in your heart and your soul is just gone i had the friend that um invited me to come to church and and and, and try god you know because i thought well i tried everything i might as well go to church and see what happens um the next morning i woke up and i called her and i said you know i think i look different <laughs> you know, like i yeah. thought I physically looked different yes and she goes well if you think you look different then that's okay and I was like, I do. I mean, I swear, I think I look different. Yeah. <laughs> and and I remember looking in the mirror and thought, okay, something happened when I said that. When I made that commitment, mm-hmm. when I admitted that I needed him, mm-hmm. I, the change was so big in me, I felt that I, I really, truly did think I looked different. Yeah. Freedom looks real good on, on hey, everybody. On everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Hey. Um, you know, so. So let's talk about that. Yeah, you know, we're just going to have to take a moment to talk about that. You know, if if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, we're going to give you an opportunity to do it right now. Yeah. Um, just get it, get it down in the books. Mm-hmm. It's done. And, and, you know, there's many ways you can do this. You can make your own prayer up where you admit that Jesus is your Savior, that you have decided not to live by the world standards anymore and that you want to live for him and that you give your life over to him. You can make that own prayer yourself. Or if you'd like right now, Jessica and I are going to, can lead you in a prayer. So where you um, make that statement and make that commitment. Now, you know, there's going to be something that happens to you, in you. And your story is going to be different from Jessica and my story. But something is going to change in your life when you make this this declaration. Yes. And so let's just quickly do it here. And if you'd like to follow me in prayer, you're more than welcome. Um, and so we're just going to say, Father God, I come to you. Jesus, I accept you as my Savior. I believe that you are the true Son of God, that you died on the cross, went to hell, rose on the third day, and ascended into heaven. You are my Savior. I give my life over to you. Today, whatever date it is, today I turn my life over to you, and you are now the Lord of my life. You live in my heart and I'm excited about what's going to happen now with you and me. In Jesus' name. It's so simple. Easy. Yeah. It doesn't have to be complicated or filled with 
big churchy words at all. Right. God, he is a simple God. That's right. You call his name, he's there. That's right. That's so, right. So um, I want to encourage everybody, if this was your first time to say that prayer, or if you've just rededicated your life to Christ, please let us know because we want to celebrate with you. This is a huge occasion and we don't take that lightly at that's all. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, I know that's one of the reasons why we decided we wanted to do this is that we thought, you know, there's so much stuff on the internet now. And, and, and that's, I guess the way it should be because it's, it's, it's like the uncharted space. It's yeah. the, you know, it's out there. So there's going to be a bunch of stuff out there, but why don't we put some nice stuff out there? Yes. Some, some goodness out there. That's some, um, something that brings peace and wholeness to people. Mm-hmm. Because after all, that's what loneliness is really. It's the lack of wholeness. Yep. Absolutely. And the Bible is full. It's full of scripture that talks about being made whole mm-hmm. because we're, we're, we're missing pieces. Yeah. And he's the only one that can fill those up. Absolutely. Yeah. If you um, just think back, there's several people in the Bible who have dealt with that loneliness. Um, some of the most popular ones are like David, uh-huh. Paul, the Apostle Paul, and of course, Jesus, because what he what did he do often? He withdrew away to lonely places so he could riff, like get back in touch with the Lord. That's right. I think, you know, you've heard this, a lot of people use this term, um, is that, you know, we as human beings we have a physical we have a solical and that's our mind will and emotions and then we have a spiritual and unfortunately our physical bodies leak (laughs) we leak stuff and so (laughs) we need to be refilled all the time yeah you know it's those that say i'm good i'm okay no you need to be refilled all the time because if you don't then you're that it's like a well. It just leaks out, mm-hmm. and then you need to be refilled. Yeah, because we give so much of ourselves to other people. Or the world tries to take it away oh, from that you know, too. Yeah. There's not, not only are we giving it, but then we have people that are taking, taking it. it. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to refill ourselves. And um, and I know that um, the way I refill myself is two ways. One is that I've had to spend time with God mm-hmm. <laughs> on a regular basis. And um, I think I was... I was maybe born again, like for three months and, and God was so good to me because he placed me in a church where I was surrounded by, um, mature Christians and by mature Christians. I don't mean little old ladies with gray hair buns. I mean, I mean like people that had been living that life for a while Mm -hmm. that were truly walking the walk. And, um, and so I saw how so much better off they were than me and how messed up I was. (laughs) And so I was like, I want to be like them. And, um, and so one of the things that they, I knew they did was they always spent time with God. And I thought, well, I want to spend time with God, with Jesus and develop my relationship with him. And, um, so I would like, you know, try to, you know, sit down and do it for an hour, you know, and it was just, first of all, I couldn't get my body out of bed an hour, you know, <laughs> yes. it's like, cause, cause they always did it in the morning, in the yep. morning for an hour. And I, so I would like set my alarm clock an hour early and then I would just be hitting that snooze. Like, you know, this is not going to happen. Yeah. And then if I did get up, I could not, it was just too big of a mountain for the mm-hmm. little baby Christian that I was. Well, you get so distracted sometimes cause your mind is wandering like, what am I going to have for breakfast? I need some coffee. Did, did I buy that at the store? I mean, I just like it constantly goes. Well, 
that's and that's just a mature Christian. Yeah. <laughs> as a, you know, as like a baby Christian, I was like, you know, it's like trying to ask a six month old to sit, to you know, sit, sit, still. sit yeah. still and eat steak, you know, for an hour. <laughs> you know, it was like, what a waste of time that was. And so I am um, embarrassingly so. And I tell people this and I, I ran into someone who said they didn't really believe it. And I said, no, this is the truth. Why would I make this up? It's not very flattering. <laughs> um, I literally decided, well, okay, I know that you know, it, they have this timeout for kids and they gauge it mm-hmm. by their age. So if you're five, you get five minutes of timeout. If you're six, six, you know, four, mm-hmm. whatever. And so at that point I had been three months old and I thought, okay, I'm going to take a three month, three minute timeout. Yeah. <laughs> cause there's no, cause even I, as a baby Christian knew I could get three somehow minutes. carve out three minutes <laughs> in my morning routine, mm-hmm. you know, to, before I go to work to spend. So I thought that's all you have to do is three minutes. And so I was like, okay. So um, I started out and I did it. You know, I was like, spend an hour kind of worshiping God. And that was back um, when, <laughs> this is so sad, but this is back when you had boom boxes and cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. You didn't have the lovely CDs now where you can, you know, just do that. And so, or or download from YouTube. Oh, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> so, because uh, it's free and I get all these songs. But anyway, and so I would, you know, put the cassette tape in there and I had one song and I then I would, you know, pray a little and then I would um, spend a moment you know and quiet and so it was like three minutes and I know I remember the first time I did it the first couple times I did it I like would check my watch you know it's like okay that's one minute <laughs> Aww. but you know it's, it's just like riding a bike like it takes that practice I I think that we all should spend that time it, it like it doesn't have to be in the morning I feel like well, if you're an early riser, definitely do it in the morning. But sometimes I struggle to get up in the morning, so I, I do it when I get up. But uh, sometimes it just ends up being in the evening, which is fine. Yeah, But well, exactly. Yeah, I was just going to say to start small, like you did. Start with a couple minutes every morning to just, like, sit in the presence and to pray. And yeah. And I did that, and then I, I found that, you know what, my three minutes kind of grew into five. Mm-hmm. I was, like, so proud of myself. <laughs> and then, you know, I thought, you know, after about five minutes, but I'm going to make the leap to ten. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I just progressively, I think it took me, like, maybe six months to a year to work up to the full hour. Mm-hmm. And, and by that time, I was beginning to see the results in my life, and I was, like, I was willing to sacrifice a little bit of sleep. Now, I will say this. I guess I am a morning person, even though I would never admit that, um, because you don't want to talk to me until I've had coffee. Yeah. But um, I will. I could never be the evening person because by that time I've either I've got way too many distractions to keep me away from it, mm-hmm. or I'm exhausted. You know, I've like I my biggest accomplishment would be able to like read the Bible before I go to bed. But honey, by the time I've crawled into that bed. <laughs> There's, it's time to it, get it, yeah there's no there's no four minutes three minutes left for me to read it's like i'm going to be out in yeah. fact if i can't sleep just go get it and yeah then, and then that will put me to sleep not because there's something yeah. wrong in it but because my flesh should be go okay we'll go to sleep mm-hmm. if you won't read that <laughs> but um but i just can't i just can't do it in the evenings because i would it's like i would find ways to get away from it or i would just be so exhausted because I've worked all through the day that I just don't have the time to do it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, don't let that dis- no, yeah, discourage you. Not. To find your motion. Yes. You know? Yeah, I think I like starting my day out with the Lord. Like, just starting the day on, on the right foot. I feel like if I wait and do that in the evening, not that there's anything wrong with the evening time, but I feel like maybe my day has been just hectic. 
or more hectic than it would have been if I would have started in the morning. So, yeah. like, just spend a few minutes of time. And um, don't get oh, I'm sorry, no, I cut you okay. Don't get obsessed about the one hour thing either, no. because because once I did work up to one hour, I did spend a, several years in that at that point, and then um, one day that you know. God just spoke to me and said, you know what, Brenda, I think you need to back it up to 30 minutes. And I was, and I said, but if I go to 30 minutes, I can't tell people I pray an hour every morning. <laughs> and I was like, exactly. I was like, oops. <laughs> I think God may be trying to say something to me there that that was a little prideful thing that I was like, you know, look at me. Oh, I was praying everywhere for an hour. Yeah. And I was like, that really hurt. Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, clearly there's something there that I was doing that was not appropriate (laughs) it had to be snipped in the bud Mm -hmm. and so um so then for a couple years I went back to a half hour and and you know what the funny thing is is that God accomplished the things he needed to accomplish in a half hour just that he accomplished in an hour so it don't let religion or um people make you conform to what you need to find out what works for you and God. Exactly. Yeah. And I also wanted to mention prayer retreats because I, I find those really important for me, for my walk. And it's, I go, it's like, I try to do it once a quarter. I take two full days and go, go somewhere. That's the point. Like not to do it in my house or around, you know, around me and where I'm going to get distracted. So I go, I turn off my phone, and I just listen to worship music, I pray, I read the word, and I just get in, in back in touch. Because I feel like it's, sometimes our life gets really busy, and we kind of lose focus on what we need to focus on, the Lord. And so it's just a good time to refocus, and especially if you you have like a big, something big coming, like mm-hmm. you need to ask for, like, should I move? to out of state should I you know should I take this job those big decisions I feel like are really good to bring to a prayer retreat um and if you guys are interested about prayer retreats I'll leave some um steps on how to take one in the show notes but and I've actually never done that and since you were sharing that with me I was like that is a good idea I wonder if I could do it you know I bet you could you know because I have never actually gone away for two days where I just said you know Bye. Yeah. Of course, if you don't hear from me in three days, come look. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, I, that is a good idea, Jessica. I'll have to work that into my schedule. At some... It's not for the faint of heart because yeah. my first one was very awkward. I'm like just sitting there twiddling my thumbs like, okay, I prayed. Now what? Keep praying. You keep, you know, you're there. I'm like. I heard from the Lord. Okay, am I done? No, you still got a whole nother day. Keep praying. Thirty six more hours. <laughs> oh, so, no. so if you like, obviously, don't jump from not being able to pray to a prayer retreat. Kind of work your way up from yeah, that. Yeah, that would be like again the six month old trying to eat a steak. Yes, it, that would be like not a good idea. Yeah, yeah, because it is like a huge step, but it is so worthwhile because you just turn off all the distractions. And you leave your distractions at home, and it's really, really nice. Okay, I'm going to put that on my to-do list, yeah. my bucket list. And I know that there's another thing that, you know, when we're, we're talking about um, spending time with God, I think we, we, again, and it has to do with that wholeness mm-hmm. concept that, that God is talking about. You know, there's three parts to this. There's God our Father, Jesus our Savior, and then there's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so... We, we can spend time in prayer, but there's a, there's that 
third person, that third part of the Trinity that we need to invite into the whole thing too. Mm -hmm. Because um, when we say, you know, God spoke to me about this, what we're talking about is the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, um, again, I, uh, I have, uh, you know, people always say, you know, I think I heard a voice of God and I'm like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, But to tell you the truth, I think that's only happened one time in my life so far. And, um, but what we're talking about is when the Holy Spirit, when you invite Jesus into you as your Savior, then that is through the power of the Holy Spirit. In fact, if you look in the book, chapter 14 of John 15 and 16, he talks about the Holy Spirit. So it's not something wackadoodle that we're making up here. It is scriptural. It's in the yes. Bible. And um, so the awesomeness of the Holy Spirit is that's our communicator. Mm-hmm. And that's our comforter. That's our person that stands next to us that wants to be with us that walks us through it that whispers into us and says this is what god is saying to you and um so it's it's a part of the package deal that you don't want to leave on the counter Mm, definitely not and um and and again inviting the holy spirit in your life is so easy there's nothing complicated about it it's just simply admitting that you need him and that you want him to be a part of your life so that you can move on and and become what Jesus originally planned for you to be. And um, and I know that this is, we don't have time. We've only got 30 minutes of the podcast, so we really can't go deep into it. But I do want to give you some reference material to read because it's, it's probably the best book ever yeah. to break it down scripturally so that it's not some kind of weird theology. It is true from the work of, word of God. And it's a book called Receiving the Promise of the Father. And I'll say that again, Receiving the Promise of the Father. And the author of that book is a gentleman named Dr. Garnet Pike. And this book is awesome because it walks you through it so that you don't, you know, because I know there's a lot of stuff out there that makes you feel weird mm-hmm. about it. You know, it's like, okay, you know, there's like one religion that says, don't do it. It's crazy. It's not real. You know, and then another that does it and are kind of, you know, like so doing it that you kind of like freaking about it. Yeah. And so this is something that is in the word of God. It's another tool. It's another part of the Trinity that we need to, again, battle that, that loneliness and in filling the wholeness that we want. And so I highly recommend you look the book up. Um, I actually have given several of these books away because it's just like, listen, you need this. <laughs> and I'm t- calling you in about two weeks to see if you read it yeah. because it's just, it's better read than t- told or however you say it. You got to read it so that you understand it. Yeah. Understand yeah. it for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, let's kind of talk about how we get free, like how we get freedom from loneliness. I know we've kind of talked about um, spending time with the Father and well, into or welcoming the Holy Spirit into our, our hearts and souls. Um, but what are some other things we can do? Well, um, I know that for me, I have to, um, put up some safeguards. You know, like I said, one is that I have to spend time with God. One is that I, I seek out making friends that are, especially in this time of the, um, you know, sheltering at home and the whole pandemic thing. Um, I have to go make an extra effort because I know when, uh, my company said, okay, you're all going to be working from home. I was like, because my home is my sanctuary that's where I like go to get away from people (laughs) you know it's like I've I've had a full day I'm happy to go home by myself I don't want people and I was like that's gonna ruin that Mm -hmm. and so 
when I started working from home, I really liked it because I thought, this is awesome. And then I learned about Amazon. (laughs) I mean, I knew about Amazon, but I never actually used Amazon to actually deliver something to my doorstep. Because if you work all day, I don't want to porch pirates taking my stuff. Exactly. And so I was like, I had something delivered to my home, you know, through Amazon. And I was like, oh, this is lovely. (laughs) I totally understand now why Mm -hmm. people like this. And, but then I got to thinking, there's no point in me leaving my house. (laughs) I mean, if, if I, between Postmates and Amazon, I really don't need to go anywhere, you know? And so I thought that is so dangerously crazy. And, and so you have to make an effort to make a friend. Yes. Yeah, I think we encouraged everybody last podcast to go and find. Yes, that's right. Did you do your homework? Yeah, I hope you guys did your homework and found one or two really close friends that you can be in contact with. And yeah, I've been I've been trying to be really intentional about talking to my friends because we can just get so overwhelmed with the news and everything else going on, and that loneliness starts to creep in. So I've been really intentional about that. I think um, for me, I keep in the word. Like if I, it took me a while to get to this point, but if I like don't read the word for a couple days, I, I feel like I'm just like alone and it just all, you know, everything goes wrong. So if I just stay in the word and remember what it says, I, I feel like that really helps guard the loneliness from coming. And, um, I think we should safeguard our time as well. I, I know we need to spend time, but I think we should safeguard our time, especially with the Lord. So like praying every morning and like possibly going on prayer retreats when we can, <laughs> when there's not a crazy pandemic ha- happening in the world. Going to church. Yeah. You know. Church is huge too. Man, I was so excited when church finally <laughs> opened up. I was like, I don't care, but I'm going to give y'all a hug because I've missed you so much. <laughs> no, I know. You know, in fact, the, again, the the Bible talks about that, about the fact that we need to come together. And it's just like, I mean, that's spending time with fellow believers is so important. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, don't you want to be with your pack? You know, yes. I mean, these are my people. Yeah. And, I mean, that's what gangs are all about. You know, how do they, how do gangs recruit people? They recruit the people that are on the fringe that are alone. Mm-hmm. And they promise you be a part of us. You know, you will, will be your family. We'll yeah. take care of you. You be a part. You do what we want you to do, and you'll be a part of us. That's how gangs. That's how they operate. I mean, that's pretty much. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Same principle is that you know you need to be a part of a group of people. Yes. That that have the same values that you have. That are striving to be the same way you're striving to be. That that believe that the way you're believing, and because that's what the Bible tells us to do. And and when we do that. It is, it will enrich your life. Mm-hmm. And um, so don't forsake gathering together yes. and being with people. And and to tell you the truth, I really hated the whole internet church service. It I mean, was difficult I, for me too. I mean, and I guess maybe that's showing my age. What, uh, what can I say? But I, I mean, it was like watching TV. I, I'm not, a, I've watched Christian TV all the time, you know, <laughs> didn't have a problem with that. But I was just like, it is not the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to be there in person. Yes. Well, I mean, the word even says iron sharpens iron. So when we're together, we lift each other up. You know, if you're struggling with being alone, especially if you live by yourself during this time, you need those interactions to keep you sane. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. This. I mean, a pet is only good so far. And, yeah. then, and then you need like another human being in a, in a group of human beings 
And um, because if you don't, it's just, it's not going to be the full package. And you're really denying yourself. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you can do it that way if you want. You know, God's grace and mercy will allow you to go that route if you want. But why do that when there's so much good things that come from not um, being a part of a body of Christ and, 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 and letting them envelop you and you envelop them? Mm-hmm. I 100% agree with that. Um, so I think the last thing that can free us from loneliness is just having our armor of God on, our full armor of God, putting it on every morning. Because when we have our shield of faith, well, we have to have our full armor on, but when we have our shield of faith up, none of those flaming arrows from the enemy can come sneak in. So meaning loneliness can't sneak in just, you know, be, and so if we're prepared, you know, and have our armor on, then it also helps safeguard us. That's right. That's right. Um, and um, again, the Bible talks about that. You know, I was I didn't get to jump in on that one part because I forgot. But, you know, just knowing what the word says mm-hmm. is so important. And um, and I remember um, reading it when I first um, got saved. And for me, it was and I, this is maybe backtracking a bit, but I, I feel like I'm going to. I remember reading it, and, and I was like the Evelyn Wood School of Reading, if you remember what that is. But anyway, I was like speed reading. I was just like zooming through it, you know. I was like knocking out a book, you know, every week, and I was like really proud of myself. But I really wasn't gathering that much from it, except that, you know, I, I, I was reading it. <laughs> I was, you know, historically ticking off, yeah, that's when that happened, that's when this happened. And, um, and then it was once I got baptized in the Holy Spirit and I read it, it was like, I remember the first time I sat down and read it, it was like, I fell into it. Mm-hmm. Like when I was reading it, it became three dimensional. I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. It was just like, you know, it was like a swimming pool and I started reading it and I was like in it reading it. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody should have told me about this. <laughs> this is awesome. And, and so for, I know people say, oh, I try to read the Bible, but it just isn't. Have you been baptized in the Holy Spirit? Because I'm telling you, once that happens, you start reading it. It's like, yep. it's like, it's like the words are just swimming around your, yes. your you, and you are in it. Yeah, or either either that, or go to Israel and experience <laughs> yeah. it. Oh man, that like ripped open the word in a whole new way for me. So. <laughs> but we recommend that too. I mean, yeah, do both. Let's get the Holy Spirit, and then definitely go to Israel. Except not right now. You probably don't want to. Go I mean, there. yeah, maybe don't travel. Wait, right wait now. till you know the whole pandemic thing is over with. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it was that is just awesome. So I had to backtrack that because I remember experiencing that. Yeah, great. Well, guys, we just want to bless you, and so I just pray a blessing over all of you. Um, I just pray that God would bring you peace, and that He would bring you company and comfort especially if you're feeling lonely uh so i just pray blessing over you guys thank you so much for um listening we're so excited to be here with you encouraging you because honestly it's encouraging me too yes so we love you guys um don't forget we have a facebook page what's our facebook page lifting you higher podcast don't forget to put the word podcast on the end yes because we found out when we first started there's a whole lot of lifting you hires yeah maybe so we, the wrong t- kind of lifting yeah. higher <laughs> there's a lot of bodybuilding with that which is <laughs> really interesting <laughs> did you notice that i didn't know it's like, it's like yeah, how that went lifting, i don't know so anyway yeah we had to tag that podcast on the end yes. so it's all one well, we will see you guys next time. Don't forget, we post on the first and third Thursdays of every month. Be blessed.